Hey guys, this is Liz, and you're listening to episode 26 of Tacos and Tales. Tacos and Tales, a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast. My name is Jane, and this is my sister Liz. Hey guys, we're so glad to be back with you guys. It's been it's been about three weeks now, and we sincerely apologize for any inconvenience we may have caused. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you had to listen to top forties, but we're back, back, back again, and ready to jump into some. Um, creepy storytelling maybe we'll even talk about a taco it's kind of been a while since we did that um so yeah but it hasn't been a while since we've eaten a taco oh (laughs) um i posted on instagram asking everybody have you had your daily intake uh or your daily recommended intake of tacos (laughs) and that's it (laughs) I just posted it. Nobody responded. <laughs> but um I guess I'll just go ahead and get right into my story. Okay, let's do it, Liz. So today I am telling you the story of La Lechusa. Okay. So Lechusa is the Spanish word for owl. And this is a legend that is very well known throughout Latin America, but I'm going to tell you the Honduran version. So it is said that in the villages that were not Christian, there was a plague that would cause children and newborns to die. La Lechusa, or La Chorca, as they called it, is believed to be a demonic and vampiric woman who lives a normal day-to-day life, but then when the sunset sunsets, she flaps her large wings and uses her enhanced sense of smell to sniff out fresh new blood. Same. <laughs> she is said to kill her victims by dropping a thread with a sharp needle through cracks in the roofs of houses or huts. She then would extract the blood through the head of the babies or through their navels. Oh, okay. Um, in the morning, the baby would be found cold and dead. And they said that the only babies that were safe were those babies who were baptized. Hmm. Hmm. So it makes you think. So the reason that I chose the Honduran version of the La Lechusa is because I actually have a personal story of La Lechuza. Okay. <laughs> from uh, our sister's husband, Walter. Hey, Waltini. So this is the story that he sent me, and I'm going to read it um, like just like he sent it to me. You guys ready? We're ready. I lived near a shallow ravine, and we could see the neighborhood from across it. One night, my cousin, brother, and I were on the second floor of our aunt's house, looking at the stars. 
and we could see the street lights from the neighborhood across, and we could see the silhouettes of the electrical posts. We noticed a giant distorted shadow perched on top of one of the posts. It stayed there for a few minutes without making any movement. We flipped out and ran down into the main house when one of us thought we saw its head twist towards us. The next day, we heard our aunt telling a story about a local drunk guy who said that the lechuza chased him down that very night. Oh my gosh. So this that's a personal story that Walter has, and he was um, living in, in Honduras at that time. Oh my gosh, that's scary. Yeah, so that's why I chose to cover the Honduran version. But now I'm going to bring the story a little closer to home. Okay. So about five hours southeast of Houston is Zavala County. One dark, starry night on Highway 57, three women claimed that a very big owl began to chase them. It swooped down over their car and caused the car to die. They were able to maneuver to the side of the road and all looked at each other and they all whispered one word. La lechuza. Another tale came from a man who said he remembered his family telling of a lechuza that was shot down, but when they went out when they went out to search for a dead bird, instead of finding a dead bird, they found the body of a woman lying hunched over a tree branch. That's creepy. Isn't it? It's like really close to home. In 1977, there were mass sightings of La Lechuza in South Texas, in the South Texas town of Santa Rosa, Texas, which is close to, I think, Brownsville. It is said that La Lechuza is a woman who has sold her soul to the devil and in return is granted the power to turn into an owl the size of a human. Uh, But she maintains her human face. So the body of an owl, a human-sized owl, with a woman's face. They imitate the sound of a crying infant to lure people into their traps. And if you hear the cry of La Lechuza, actually it's more like... Is, it, is that an owl or is that a dove? You can just let me have my <laughs> Well, if you hear the cry of La Lechuza, then someone in your family is going to die. To protect yourself from her, you need to throw salt or say curse words. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> you can also throw chili powder or tie seven knots in a rope and hang it by the front door. That's even weirder. Mm-hmm. Why seven knots? Dun dun dun. In a lot of cultures, it is said that owls are bringers of bad luck, and their call is an unlucky omen. Some Native American tribes even believed that the bony circles around the owl's eyes are made from the fingernails of ghosts. What the heck? In the Middle East, it is said that an owl will hoot over the grave of a murdered man until his death is avenged. And also that they will carry off children in the night. 
Sailors who dreamt of an owl were said to be cursed and likely to suffer a shipwreck. And uh, prior to the deaths of many famous Romans, it is said that the hoot of the owl was heard. Ooh. And uh, yeah, that's my story about La Lechuza. So if you hear a an owl hooting, I mean, you can only imagine what it means. That it's nighttime. <laughs> and you should probably get to bed. Yeah, I'd probably not go outside. <laughs> I don't know, a lot of people say that owls look evil, but I don't think so. In my personal opinion. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, don't get any it. vibes from owls. But I thought that was cool, and, and when I um saw the Honduran, that there was a Honduran version, I thought to, to reach out to him. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I was glad that he had something to share with us. Yeah, that's weird. Um, I, and it's weird that you say that she's been spotted in South Texas, because whenever, whenever we've gone, it's so dark. Or, you know, when we went to the beach, it was just so, so dark, and you can't help but, like, look at the trees and, like, Anything could be out there. Yep. Like the Chusa, the headless <laughs> horseman that we spoke about oh, yeah. in another episode. And there's a lot of a lot of folklore that has that is uh, originates in South Texas. And I think a lot of it is in part or has to do with the fact that there's a lot of um Mexican families, Mexican people down there. So I've noticed that a lot of the stories that are known in Mexico are also now part of South Texas. Oh, Te- yeah. Across the border, the border across <laughs> them. And now part of South Texas. So I think I'll raise for y'all that. No, I'm not going to want to go back. Kind of commingle with Latin American folklore. And um, there's also a haunted road that our sister tagged us in on Facebook. Patterson Road. And I think maybe, hopefully, in the near future, we might try to go out there in the night and see. Supposedly, you can hear, um, what was it, soldiers? Um, so it was supposed to be as, supposedly, a Civil War um, area or somewhere where a very intense battle of the Civil War was fought. And so it said that you can hear, like, screaming cannons going off at a certain time of night. So, yeah. Yeah, so maybe if we're brave enough, we'll try to venture out there in the middle of the night and see what we can find out. Are we? Are we scared? Probably. So we're still working on trying to get ourselves <laughs> together. Situated. And in doing so, some of us forgot our notes at work, I can't possibly. Find them. I just I can't find them anywhere, so I apologize for not providing you guys with my normal tidbits of information and funniness. So we'll just call this a mini-sode, since <laughs> but, we're barely going to reach 15 minutes. <laughs> but we want to thank you guys for always listening and being supportive. Join us next week when I talk about Hudra, a Scandinavian story of another um, woman entity. I'm very into the women women (laughs) entities right now. Um, I just feel like the juxtaposition of the femininity of women against their power is 
you know, very cool, and you kind of always just hear about man demons and man this and man that, <laughs> and it's just kind of like a different vibe, so join us next time, and see if you can learn something cool. And if you haven't, make sure that you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Tacos and Tales Podcast, and on Twitter at Tacos and Tales, even though I haven't posted there in uh, like two or three months. <laughs> uh, oh, and to all of our new listeners, welcome. I hope you have gotten through all of our episodes. We were the featured episode on, I'm sorry, the featured podcast on Podbean, so that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I so, think. welcome to all of our new um, listeners. This is, like we said, just a short episode for this week, but usually we'll um, have a story... Two stories. Yeah, we'll have a story (laughs) per podcaster, and then we'll have a little bit of banter so that we can, um, so you guys can feel like y'all are hanging out with us. Two sisters from South Southwest Houston. Yeah, that promotion (laughs) got us to like 250 subscribers, so welcome guys. Hey y'all. Hopefully you guys stick around and send us messages. If anybody has any supernatural encounters that they would like to share... Send it to us at uh, on Instagram or on Facebook. Yeah, so we hope you guys have a great night, day, wherever you are, and stay cool. Hopefully you did your taxes. Happy Taco Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>